past couple years, um, within my mid twenties, I was realizing like, well, there's scenarios that people are happy and why am I not happy? And so, um, that's when I started to, to look into, you know, why do I feel like this about myself and starting to reflect more on, you know, what got me to feel the way I'm feeling now and what I need to do to move past it. I don't know if you're going to see this voice moment, but I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever been right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet because somebody needs you. Somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. All right, everyone. So welcome to Are You Happy Hour. We have Mr. Seth Martin. How are you today, Seth? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Good, good. Did I pronounce your name correct, Seth? Yeah. Martin? yeah. That- <laughs> okay, good. I want to make sure that we're clear. I'm curious to know uh, tons, tons of questions here, but uh, where are you from exactly? I'm from uh, North New Jersey, this little uh, town called Neckon. Yeah, it's about 40 minutes outside of New York. Okay. Yeah. How far is that from uh, Gillette or Morristown? Oh, Morristown. Um, I I believe Netcong is part of Morristown. So hey. yeah, yeah, <laughs> or Morris County. I'm sorry, away from oh. Morristown. I want to say about 20 minutes, okay. but it's part of Morris County. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I've I've kind of looked in the area as far as like Google Maps, and and it's really nice. Like you guys get some really nice fall, you know, foliage. That's crazy. I, I have a friend who uh, lived in that area and I knew him for years. And, and so when people talk about New Jersey, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so what do you do for a living? How do you fill your days? OK, uh, for a living, I work at a nursing home. I'm a floor tech. Um, currently, right now, um, I'm on leave. Uh, they give me the opportunity to um, go and get some mental help um, and uh, work that out and then come back stronger. So in the process of working that out right now and getting all the, the um, you know, stuff cleared with that, lots of paperwork and stuff. But a regular day for me, um, if I got the day off, um, one of the first things I like to do is go for a run. I got this pit bull that's full of energy. And so when I run him, he usually chills out a little bit and he's not driving me crazy. So, um, yeah, a little bit of fitness in the morning. Um, uh, I'll usually rock a podcast um, just to have something as like background noise as far as whatever I'm doing for throughout the day. Um, and yeah, there's, there's really not a lot going on in the area that I'm in right now. It's this uh, small town called Saluda in South Carolina and uh, real, real small town. You got to drive pretty far out to get to anything significant. So um, as far as trying to find a community of people that are like-minded to uh, do stuff with, that's kind of been an issue for me. So I mostly stay to myself for the most part. Mm-hmm. And your, and your dog, what's your dog's name? Dog's name is Poncho. He's uh, Poncho. four years old. The blue nose pit. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it makes sense that Poncho would be super active. But I guess you know, in terms of mental health, uh, from what studies say, uh, being physical is a good thing. Uh, hopefully, that that helps as far as uh, being conditioned on a regular basis. Working in a nursing home, are, are you working like with the the residents or uh, in like a different area? A little of both. So, um. Uh, I work with the nurses alongside them and the CNAs. And so whatever kind of, it's mostly females. And so um, whatever kind of heavy lifting or any kind of work like that, that needs to be done, I'll help out with that. My main job is floor tech. So waxing, stripping, buffing the floors, making sure they're cleared. So when, um, you know, some of the more vulnerable residents are walking up and down, 
they're safe. They don't have to worry about anything. Um, and yeah, just, just keeping the place looking nice and stuff. And mm -hmm. so that's uh, my job over there. As far as um, my experiences there, um, it, it's been really good. Some of the most sweet people I've ever met are working in the healthcare industry, especially at this spot in, um, in Saluda. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, some really sweet people. And um, one of the biggest things that I like about the job that I feel like I've benefited from is seeing the condition that some of the less fortunate residents are there and seeing, you know what I mean, that situation and just being grateful to have my health and having people in my life that love me because a lot of those people at that nursing home don't have people visiting them. So whenever I got some downtime or whatever, I'll, I'll chop it up with them, see how they're doing. Um, a lot of the employees that are in my department kind of just stay to themselves. And, and I don't want to say stay to themselves, but they just focus on their job. And so I'll go a little out of my way and hang out with some of the residents that uh that are alone. So yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure that they <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> I'm sure that they appreciate that because you know, if they don't have any visitors and you're you're that that light, that life force that's cracking them up and and telling, you know, stories. So that's that's great. I would I would think that it, it's very difficult working in a nursing home because you you're exposed to so many different emotions. And you see, you know, residents that maybe have families or some that have families that don't visit or some that don't mm -hmm. have families and don't mm -hmm. have anyone. So that's got to take an emotional toll for you. Uh, mm -hmm. th is that the case that sometimes things are very heavy at the nursing home and you take that home with you? Uh, yeah, um, not so much. Um, I, I would definitely say that's more of a scenario for the CNAs and, and the nurses. Um, you know, I give them a lot of credit because I've seen some of the snares they have to deal with as far as trying not to let the emotions of work come home with them. And so um, that's not something I deal with as much um, because I'm not doing a lot of the medical stuff with them and, and overseeing them and stuff and taking care of them. But um, I do hear some some sad stories and I do see some people in there that are super lonely. And so um, I do get a lot of satisfaction if I can make one of them smile. And um I don't know if that's, uh, I would say the way that's affected me mentally is mostly in a positive way, as far as being fortunate that I do have people in my life that love me enough that they probably would come see me if I was in a situation that they're in. And so uh, when I see that they don't, I try to fill in that, that, that void for them. Yeah. So, so tell me about these people, your, your people, your village, the people that, 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 you know, would be there for you. Uh, who does that consist of family, friends? That's um, that's an interesting question because yeah, family and friends. Um, this is not something I'm very proud of. And this part, this is part of what um, weighs on me when it comes to my de depression. Is um, I haven't been reaching out to my family as much as I should be, or really at all. Um, not because there was any falling out. Um, I didn't do anything to them. They didn't do anything to me. Um, I just feel like it's it's rough. I know I do have a lot of people in my life that do love me and they would be there for me and I would be there for them. Mm -hmm. There's been so much time that's gone on that's, that's went past that for me to break the ice is just very, it's, it's just weighing on me so much and a long time has went by that I haven't talked to him. And so, um, yeah, that's something that I'm working on. When I go to this uh, treatment center, mm -hmm. um, they have a um, psychologist there that I can talk to about my mental health work on um, uh, my career journey and, um, you know, working on a career and um, and um, substance abuse counseling. So um, I'm hoping that I can learn some things about myself 
start to love myself more to where I can let my family members love me the way they want to, the way I want to love them. Mm -hmm. It must be incredibly hard to, uh, to, to go to them or to let them in when, you know, you're dealing with all of the things that you're dealing with and then to not speak with them for so long, it's gotta be difficult to kind of, uh, bring that relationship back and, and get yourself to where you can, you can open up to them and, and know that you can trust them. It, It has to be so difficult for you. It is. And part of the reason why is because they reached out to me numerous times. Hey, how are you doing? Just want to let you know we love you. And um, yeah, just the fact that, you know, there's no real good reason behind why, like, I haven't talked to them or reached out to them or, you know what I mean? Um, I love them so much. I have the coolest family in the world. You would get along with almost, I would say everybody in my family, you know what I mean? Um, And so they're just, they're awesome, beautiful people people. And um, I just, um, I'm looking forward to getting back into their lives and being more family oriented and being the uncle, the brother, the the cousin that I know I can be and that, you know, uh, my family can, uh, you know, be proud of me. So I can identify with that. I can identify with uh, separating yourself and isolating yourself to where, you know, you don't feel comfortable to talk to anybody and mm. you feel like so much time has gone by that there's, there's just no point. And what could you say, even if you did say something and yep. that, did you say the wrong thing, are, are yeah. they going to be, you know, you're thinking about yes. their it's just, it's a snowball, right? Right. And, and the silly thing to me is, and I know this deep down that like, if, if I were to just break the ice, like it probably wouldn't be as bad as I think it's going to be, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so that's kind of weighing on me too. It's like, come on, Seth, like you got this family that loves the hell out of you. They want to be a part of your life. They want you to be a part of their life. And, um, just that, that going back to the term breaking the ice moment is like the thing that I'm really, uh, you know, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like that, uh, every journey starts with a step, but that step is the trickiest part that's right and so that's that's really good that you have a place that you're going to go to uh not everyone has a place right uh or a facility with a treatment program so that's that's amazing was that surprising for you or was that just something that they've always done um it was surprising to me um during the orientation i'd been working there about six months and um during the orientation, they mentioned like, hey, you know, if you're having substance abuse issues or if you got something going on at home that's affecting your performance at work or whatever the case is, you know, HR da, 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 and stuff like that. And so um, every every job kind of has that spiel. But mm-hmm. I feel like um, they take that scenario even more seriously than other jobs do, because it is a healthcare field. And you know what I mean? Regardless of if you're a resident or you're a co-worker, this, this place is really, really a great place. And, um, and so I, I really do appreciate that, um, you know, they're giving me the opportunity to come back. Mm-hmm. And um, when I did have to sit down with them, it was kind of uh, gut wrenching to uh, tell them like, hey, you know, the reason why I'm performing to uh, my best ability is because, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm having issues with substance abuse and mental health. And so, um, you know, they were happy that I was able to be honest with them and not let it keep eating me so they could help me. And so um, they gave me some pamphlets and some resources and stuff. And um, they gave me a spot to where it's uh, 100% scot free to go to. It's um, paid by our taxes, a vocational place. And um, that's where the resources that I'm hoping are going to help me and benefit me are. And so um, I'm going to take that that um, opportunity really seriously and come back stronger. 
Yeah. And, and they, they, they know that I have the potential to be a, a, an awesome employee. And, um, and so that's why they want me to get the help I need is because um, not only they're looking out for me, but they know that I'm going to be a great help to the, to, you know, what they're doing over there. So. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, have, have you taken a moment to take a step back and, and realize that you are incredibly strong to be able to do that, to have, have come to these people that you work with that are not your family and don't have, you know, that connection to you as your family would to, to even approach them. That's incredibly strong. Do, do, do you know that? Um, I didn't think of it that way. Um, and I haven't because um, it's, it's something I should have done a long time ago. I've had a lot of really good, cool opportunities at other jobs that I didn't handle it, handle the scenario the way I'm handling it now. So in a way I am proud of myself, but in a way I'm not because I, it's something I should have done a while ago. You know what I mean? And just part of it is being honest with myself mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, uh, not being afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Sure. And that's okay. I mean, it, it, that's, that's like no judgment, you know, it, it's okay mm-hmm. to, to have waited, you know, time because anyone would do the same thing, but, um, yeah, you should give yourself credit because, you know, a lot of people don't have that strength yet to, to, uh, come forward and, and bring that to someone that can help them or to even mention it to anyone, you know, outside of family or outside of, you know, outside of their inner circle. So, uh, whether you did bring it up now or later, you know, what's imp- what's, I guess what the focus item is, is to tell yourself. And, you know, this is like message from me to you tell yourself whenever you uh, don't feel like you can, you can do something or, you know, when, when you have those moments of doubt, uh, remind yourself that you did that, that you put yourself in that position to where you went to the people that you work with, you asked for help, you identified it that you needed to, you know, obtain help. And then you put yourself in the position to receive it and, and grow from that. So that's, that's really big. And, and you should, you know, celebrate that and keep that with yourself. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And anybody out there that's, um, that's going through a similar scenario, um, you'd be surprised because a lot of people will have the respect that you should have for yourself to give that information to somebody who's willing to help you or to try to work around the circumstances that you're in. Um, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, you know, I would tell anybody that's in a situation to where you're worried about letting your job know, um, you know, uh, just, just, you know, trusted HR is really going to do their job and, and, um, do what's best to benefit you and, um, just be, just be honest with them. And, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was I going to say (laughs) about myself? Um, so, what what uh, what caught us or what caught my attention uh, initially was a message that you sent uh, before um, the one that that we had missed. But when I went back and read it, you you mentioned having talked to Ase before uh, about an interview and then about possibly you know working with Are You Happy uh, uh, in, in any kind of regard. Uh, but if it's okay to like paraphrase like some keywords from the message, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you said uh, that you found, are you happy? And um, you were having a good day, wanted to touch base about an offer to do an interview, possibly get involved. And you said that you were battling severe depression and it's been a losing battle. Uh, You come to, are you happy channel for strength and you get choked up at the beautiful people and it pulls you out of that dark place. 
And you said, I don't have words to describe how much of a blessing this page has been to me. So right out the bat, I'm just like, Lord, there are so many different things working in there, but, you know, battling severe depression, there are so many, you know, post COVID during COVID pre COVID that we're dealing with that. And now it's become this open subject, which is good, but there are a lot of people hurting. And so I was curious to, to ask what the conversation with Afsay was, but then also uh, ask about um, the, the strength that the channel brought you and, and your battle, you know, with depression and, and, uh, how that has been. So feel free to answer any part of that. I know that's a lot, but, um, yeah. It, what was that conversation that you had with him? Um, it, I, I think he had, um, messaged me first, um, through a DM. Um, I had been pretty active on some of the stuff that you guys were posting on there. Um, as far as just commenting, Hey, love this story. Hey, um th this was awesome to hear and often if i like one enough i'll send it to a bunch of people that i think will make their day brighter or whatever um there's one in particular that i watched at least 27 times and um yeah it got me really choked up um and uh i i like wanted to contact the guy it was an older man um and he was walking somewhere and uh they had stopped him and um he had a bag in his hand, I think, and they ask him, oh, why are you happy? And he's like, because I'm alive. And they go, um, what's what's the message you would tell the world? And he goes, just live your life. And it was so simple, but he was so dead serious. And you could tell by looking at that guy that he had lived so many experiences that he knew, you know what I mean? Just those, those that was real, real talk right there. So um, I'd watched that one a bunch of times. And um, and yeah, that one got me choked up. Uh uh, it the the idea behind this whole thing you guys are doing with it being grassroots, you know what I mean, um, was one of the things that attracted me to following it. Um, and I really like the diverse range of of, of answers you're going to get from such a very simple question, a very basic question. Sometimes the answer is very basic, sometimes it's not, but they're all awesome, and you can get something from everybody's answer. Um, a lot of times when I'm really down on myself or whatever, or just, you know, going through a dark moment in my head and, um, I come across the page, I'll notice that I will feel better afterwards. And part of that is, is, um, just recognizing that it could be worse and, um, and, um, that some of these people are happy for very simple things. It's very rare. You hear somebody say, something about a material thing that they have or whatever. It's like, Hey, it's a beautiful day. I have people that love me. You know what I mean? I'm alive. And just being reminded that that's the most important thing. And to try to focus on that when I'm in a dark moment, it, it really does help. So this, this whole community that, that has been built around this page is, is absolutely awesome. Awesome. And I would love to be a part of it. If there's any opportunities um, for that um, to, to be available. Um, I, I notice that I get most of my satisfaction in life from helping other people. Um, and so, uh, um, you know, I, I feel like, uh, I don't know, this, I just, <laughs> I'm just blown yeah. away by this. Yeah. Yes. So that, 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 <laughs> we share, we share your, your, well, I'm going to, and this is not even a word, but I do it all the time. We, we share your blown awayness. We really do. I, I can say that, 
there are plenty of people that work uh, or have been, you know, volunteering with, with Are You Happy? And, and they have the exact same response that there's something so magical and something so dear and so pure about mm. that project and what he built, you know, what, what he just did, didn't even plan it to be, you know, bigger than, you know, how much it's grown. And, and mm. it's just, it's amazing to see, it's amazing to see all the connections that, that come from this, the inspiration, the, uh, I guess, the people who who get that strength like you did from from those videos i know exactly what video you're talking about now okay. you mentioned something about uh people uh i guess i don't recall if it was yourself or other people but yeah it was yourself kind of like looking at your depression and your issues versus what's going on with someone else right so that it strikes a chord with me for, for a few reasons. Uh, one of them is because there is a book uh, that's called Prozac Nation. Have you ever heard of that before? I think I have heard of it. I think I've heard people mention it before. Yeah. So Prozac Nation is a super popular book about a woman's journey with depression, mental illness. And, and I have a huge problem with this book. My problem is that it glosses over all of the adversity and the dark issues that people face with depression and mental illness. And all it did was kind of go from this is what I have and now I'm better. And that made me so mad because we need to hear and process all of that dark and all of that difficulty and the stress, because um, I believe that other people that suffer from mental illness, uh, they benefit from hearing the stories and the 100%. Yeah. It's like this facility where uh, they did like group circles and the doctors would come and they would be there and facilitate, but it was the patients helping the other patients and telling their stories and understanding mm -hmm. that, Hey, if John over here has a you know bigger problem and mine in comparison is smaller then I'm going to be okay because in theory, you know, he's still here. So that mm -hmm. was what helped these people get better. And so, um, and I'm sorry that the recording kind of covered it up. Um, so, so did you say that you currently don't, uh, love yourself as much or that you didn't love yourself as much? Uh, currently don't, um, because of some of the things I mentioned before. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I feel like I'll be able to manage the way I fit into life when, um, I'm able to talk to a professional, maybe have some questions answered that I didn't even know needed answering mm -hmm. um, and just uh, get a different perspective from somebody who has, you know what I mean? Probably heard a lot of similar stories like mine and um, what I can do to, uh, to, to move past it and to, to love myself the way I deserve to be loved. Um, yeah. So, so I would say. And I guess going back, um, you know, thinking back into, in your life uh, growing up, how old were you when you first uh, noticed that that you were not, you know, doing well or that maybe you were not quite like other other kids or other people as far as, you know, having having depression or mental illness of any kind? Uh, I noticed it. I noticed it, I would say, in the past couple years. Um, within my mid twenties, I was realizing like, well, there's scenarios that people are happy and why am I not happy? And so, um, that's when I started to, to look into, you know, why do I feel like this about myself and starting to reflect more on, you know, 
what got me to feel the way I'm feeling now and what I need to do to move past it. And so um, I think a lot of it comes from moving around a lot. Um, I moved to six different schools. And so um, and a lot of the times that I moved, it was mid year. And so um, just acclimating to a whole new environment and feeling like you're on another planet every year, every six months um, was uh, was something that I think affected uh, my personality traits to where I let them fall into it being a character flaw um, when it comes to satisfying people, wanting to be liked, wanting to fit in, um, wanting to uh, fill a void or whatever. I feel like a lot of it comes from um, not having uh, roots, basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so there are many hearts out there that are currently suffering from vast mental illness issues, just as there are many survivors and warriors who are refusing to stay in the dark and, and be proactive in getting help. My question is, when you think back on all of your history with mental illness, your experiences, is there one message or idea that has kept your feet to the ground and your mindset on continuing to fight? Um. Reminding myself it could always be worse. Um, there's a phrase, I've heard a bunch of different versions of it, but it's almost, um, it's, it's on the lines of if you were to be in a huge group of people, everybody threw their problems up in the air. And um, would, you, would you want to catch somebody else's problems or would you want to keep the problems you have and see if you can work through them? Um, I've heard another version of that, like if everybody threw their problems in a pile, um, would you want to pick up somebody else's or would you want to try to find yours and work them out? So I'm um, just reminding myself that um, it could always be worse. It could always be worse. So that, that definitely helps me through, get some, get through some uh, hard moments. And uh, yeah. That is really interesting. I've never heard that before, but I like it. <laughs> um, so, so I have to know. I kind of butchered it too. You got to look up hey, the actual. You know I don't, you did it good. You did, you did well. All right. <laughs> I think you did fine because I, for a second there, I was like, wow, my mind is blown right now. I'm thinking about these problems and picking them up and not, yeah, no. Um, so I have to know just because, you know, when, when you hear half the story, you have to ask the other half. Um, what what was your response to that particular question? Did you want to instinctively pick up your problems or or handle the other ones? What what did you pick? Oh well, I if I just with the idea of it could always be worse. Um, I bet you that I would be scrambling to find my problems in that pile. You know what I mean? And want my problems back versus what some other people are going through. And um, a lot of it's perspective and stuff, too, and, and kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess where you are now, is it like totally vast difference or what, what would you say? As far as when I realized that um, I wasn't mentally well versus how I feel now, what's mm-hmm. the difference? Like, are you, are you still in that process of discovery or is it more so like you can kind of self-identify and, and a little bit kind of triage, right? Or, you know, that's, that's what I'm asking. Okay. Um, both, both on both sides of the spectrum. Um, up until now, I've had some beautiful and incredible people come into my life that, um, that have helped me realize and, and helped me recognize 
that I do deserve to love myself. And I do have qualities that are lovable and, and, um, and, uh, I should be, you know, happy for myself and stuff. And, uh, and so with that being said, with time going on and me meeting those people and reminding me of that, um, on the same end, life throughout that time period has beaten me down to where I've thought less of myself. And so it's, it's kind of both. It's like a juggling act. Like when one ball's in the air, one ball's in the hand, it's just, you're trying to get a balance going. Mm. It's hard to navigate that. So it's very true. So do you have a, do you have an official diagnosis? Um, I, I, I did get diagnosed with depression and I got put on some pill. I forget what it was. Um, but it wasn't like, I didn't really recognize anything with it. Um, um, it wasn't, I don't think, I didn't think it was helping me, but then again, I wasn't really taking the medication seriously either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really putting in intent into trying to recognize if I did feel better or not. Um, I was a lot younger too, so I didn't really have a grip or a grasp on, you know, how to navigate the situation. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that answered your question, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> and it strikes a huge chord with me. Like huge. That's why I reached out to you right away. And I said, you need to be on the show because a, we haven't really discussed it that much uh, on the show that I'm aware of. And I'm, I'm really glad that, that we got to meet you and have this talk with everyone so that they can hear uh, your story. If you had, I, I was going to say three, but you can give me three or just one or whatever. Um, however many you want. What are some of the things that are kind of like a, an anchor for you when you're in a dark moment? Other than this page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, oof, that's so true. The, the page, the community, um, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. are, there's so many people. I think the fact that there's thousands of, of members, you know, in, are you happy uh, working with them every day and being able to support them. And I, I'm a, I'm the kind of person that, I don't know, I, I will help anyone, right. That, that needs help. And so I benefit from knowing that others are okay and and helping other people. So I think when I'm not doing well, if I can contribute to the better, betterness, (laughs) the well-being of someone else, then, then that helps me. Um, Sometimes doing nothing and and stopping everything helps because I'm so overactive. And, and, you know, when you're, when you're in a manic state, you're really active. And so for me doing the absolute opposite, stopping and recognizing your breath and trying to figure out how to meditate or something like that, that helps too. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I, I think um, writing down, um, writing down your experience or capturing it when you're at your best, right? So when you have a happy moment uh, or just a really badass good day, And, mm-hmm. and remembering that by, by whether it's a picture or, or writing about it and, and just putting that somewhere where you can go back. So when you're in that dark place and your yourself is telling you all these bad things, you can go and look at that documentation that says, no, that's not the case. So. That's crazy. You mentioned that. Um, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but there is a book that basically um, it's this guy, David Goggins, and uh, the book is called Can't Hurt Me. I want to recommend it to anybody who's dealing with with struggles or, or um, um, you know, uh, your self-worth or, you know what I mean? And so he talks about um, this thing that he calls the cookie jar. And he says that whenever he's just like you said, whenever he's in a moment of uncertainty or he, he doesn't um, value himself, 
um, he'll go to the cookie jar and in the cookie jar is moments that he impressed himself, that he um, exceeded expectations of himself. And so he'll go back to the cookie jar whenever he's he's down on himself and be like, oh, yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? And so it'll bring him back to reality like, oh, no, you're way more than you think you are. And so that just basically is piggybacking and taking a taking a page out of your book, too. <laughs> hey, that's amazing. I, I, I have not read that book, but now I'm going to check it out. You said it's. Dangerous. Oh, you have to check it out. It's incredible. It's incredible. I recommend it to anybody um, who is 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 going through anything, really. I mean, um, his his story um, has something for everybody. It's specifically um touched me and moved me because a lot of our scenarios are the same as far as the circumstances we dealt with growing up. Like I said, moving around a lot, being mm-hmm. the only, um, well, one of the very few black kids in a school that was mostly whites. Um, um, and yeah, just, just a lot of different things that he dealt with that a lot of other people can relate to in some form or another. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it'll blow you away the, 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 uh, story and that. So, um, yeah, you should check it out. Anybody else? Um, can't hurt me by, by David Goggin. Our, our closing, uh, closing thoughts. We, we have to ask, are you happy? Am I happy? Um, I'm in the process of learning how to be happy. Um, yeah, at the moment, um, at this particular moment, I am, um, in general, I'm not, but, um, I have a lot of faith that, um, that I'm, I'm going to learn how and, and find how to be happy in a, on a general basis. Do you think that uh, the process or journey is going to have many steps, a billion steps, or what do you think that looks like? I think, um, I think it's going to have a lot of steps, but like we were talking about before, the first couple steps are the hardest. And so it's like um, getting momentum going, um, on a snowball going downhill, you just, you just got to get it going. You just got to push it over that hill and it'll roll by itself eventually. Um, so, um, it's, it's not too much of a daunting task, um, especially after having people like you to talk to and share my story and stuff. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of faith that, um, that I'll be able to talk to you, uh, a time from now and, and tell you sincerely, I am happy. Well, I look forward to it, but you know what, even if you're not, I look forward to that too. Not you not being happy, but just to being able to <laughs> be there for you as far as uh, someone to talk to. Uh, cool. it, it's so important. It's so important to have uh, people that you can you know, talk about these areas where, you know, they can identify or um, what is it? Um, sympathize, empathize. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, definitely. Um, do you have a message for the world? A message for the world. Um, um, hurt people, hurt people. Um, not everybody is doing it maliciously. A lot of the time it's because they're hurting too and they're just having a hard time managing it. And it's spilling over into other people's lives that sometimes they love, sometimes they don't. But um, yeah, hurt people, hurt people. So just have patience with uh, whenever someone does you wrong. Try to Try to have some empathy. That's very good. A random question. What does the best day of your life sound or taste like? Sound or taste? Well, it definitely tastes like shepherd's pie. Uh, not only is it my favorite dish, it's my favorite thing to cook. Um, nice, wholesome, comfortable, warm meal. Yeah, so it would definitely taste like shepherd's pie. That was an easy one. 
Um, what, what, what was the other, what would it, what? What what does it sound or taste like? So shepherd's pie, it tastes like shepherd's pie. What does it sound like? What is is the sound? Oh, it sounds like lo-fi. It sounds like lo-fi. Yeah. I don't know um, if you've heard of the genre of music. It's like a mix between like jazz and hip hop. It's really relaxing. A -hmm. lot of people describe it as um, study music or, you know, chill music, chill hop. Um, It's one of the things I'll go to, too, as far as like we were talking about anchors, if I would just want to kick back and relax and try to get out of my own head um really really relaxing like cool beats um yeah it sounds like lo-fi as far as things that um help me i mentioned lo-fi listening to lo-fi um i mentioned the david goggins book there's two other things i want to mention um or actually three um truly it's a it's a show on youtube um that talks about people's stories and um and that's another thing that reminds me it could always be worse and so it makes me grateful for my situation and, and having the problems I have and having the capability of work through them. Um, and so that's something I'll, I'll do. And um, the Bible too, I'm not the most religious person, but sometimes I'll open it up and I'll flip to a random page and keep my eyes closed and point somewhere and just read whatever it says and I'll feel better. Or sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll get really into it, but um, those are things that definitely help. And most of all, um, this channel has been a huge factor. And so um, I, I can't tell you how much of a blessing you guys have been in just making me feel better about myself. Um, I hope this has, um, 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 you know, re- relates to other people and um, they can, uh, they can, I don't know, take something from the feedback that they get from us and uh, apply it to their lives. And um, I would love to hear feedback from other people. Um, my Instagram is um, Seth2Death. Um, the E in Seth is a three. And um, the two is a number two. And um, if you just want somebody to talk to, if you just want some company, if um, if you want to do like a watch along, we both throw up something on the screen together at the same time and 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 watch it or whatever. Just anything like that. If you just want a companion in life for a short or long amount of time, um, hit me up. I'm your guy. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, love yourself. Love yourself <laughs> for anybody out there watching. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so awesome. I I love that idea. Thank you so much for being here. It's been amazing talking to you. And on a personal level, this is this has been awesome. So um, thank you. Thank you. I I really appreciate a lot of what you said I resonated with. I'm really glad I did this. I was super nervous. I've only done one interview like this before. um, And that was on that truly channel. And so I was like, Oh, I don't know if it's gonna go well. I was really nervous. But you've been uh, super, super warm and welcoming. um, And 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 cool to talk to. And um, yeah, yeah, this has been an awesome experience and uh, way better than I thought it was going to be. So I really appreciate it. You've been fun (laughs) to talk to and uh, I look forward to talking to you again in the future and giving you some good news. All right, sir. Well, thanks again. And you have a good rest of your night. All right. Take care. Have a nice night. This is awesome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. So just to kind of give some context for everyone that's listening, uh, there are resources out there, of course, uh, that are available to you 24 hours a day, such as National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which you can reach via 800-273-TALK or 8255-273-8255. And then they also have a Spanish line, which is 888-628-9454. There's also the Lifeline chat, which is available uh, online. It's completely confidential. Crisis service that's available 24 hours, seven days a week, and you don't have to provide any information about yourself. 
And then there's a text version too, a uh, crisis text line, which you can text hello, H-E-L-L-O, to 741741. All of those um, resources are excellent. Uh, and then also I can't uh, say enough great things about NAMI, which is National Alliance of Mental Illness. Uh, they're an amazing resource to read um, about illness and also for family and friends. And that's NAMI, N-A-M-I dot org. The Are You Happy Hour and Are You Happy Hotline are brought to you by Are You Happy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media such as Instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform. Are You Happy? The docuseries can also be found on social media such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy? The Happy Hour.